Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode. It's so good to have you back. Babe, we are almost at 3,000 downloads, which is insane because I remember starting this podcast a few months back, not really thinking much about it, other than I just felt called to to speak to you and be a gay best friend to you and be an ear, be a shoulder to lean on. And I'm so blessed and so thankful for all that you've done for me and for sharing this podcast and being a part of my journey and believing in my vision and I can go on and on because I feel so incredibly empowered by you. Please don't think that it goes ever unnoticed. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. That said, I just wanted to jump into today's episode. I put on Instagram a Instagram box of like, hey, give me feedback. Give me any questions that you might be curious about. And overwhelmingly, a lot of people had asked me to talk about my relationship advice and baby girl that is a can of worms I don't know if I'm ready to get into but you know there's no perfect timing and I gotta give you what you're asking for right so let's just get juicy get right into this let me set the scene okay I have my podcast go live Monday mornings and oftentimes you're probably listening to this in your car or going on a walk in the morning or maybe it's it's the evening time for you right but my favorite thing to do has been Bachelor Nights with my bestie, um, Sarah. Hi, babe, if you're listening. I've been loving going over to her place Monday nights. Basically, we watch The Batch together. We have dinner together over a glass of wine. And baby, that's the best time ever where we're like spilling the tea, talking about life, catching up right before the episode goes live. And I have the best time of my life um, in that moment I share with Sarah. And I'm thinking of us right now where we're just sharing our coffee in the morning today on your walk or if it's the evening time for you, I'm sipping my wine with you on the couch. We're just chatting up and this is about to get juicy, okay? This is a topic that I often love talking to my girl best friends about this and my gay besties about dating and the whole nine yards. And I often get scared just because I really want to walk that balance of like that fine line of being professional on here while also just being intimate with you. So I'm trying to find that balance and I still do believe that this episode can benefit you in a sense of relationships all encompassing like your parents, your friends that you might have outgrown and overall dating too. And this overarching theme, again, I always have to tell a story before I dive into kind of what I've learned, my solution and what you can take away. But Overall, this will encompass my dating experience being a gay male as a 22-year-old and where I've been able to pivot and how I've been able to pivot through all of it all. So let's just jump right in and break it all down. Let's get juicy. Pour that wine, pour that glass of coffee. Let's go. Okay, I really don't even know where to start, but I'm gonna let this baby roll. So dating and all things dating, it's been tough. I'm not gonna lie. I've had a huge roller coaster of ups and downs, and I bet you can relate to this too. 
as a gay male, it's been pretty tough because I classify more so in the sense of that stereotype of what a gay guy looks like. And I've always fit that mold, right? So it's easy for somebody to pick me out in a room. Whereas if I'm going after guys that I like and fits kind of like my interest, um, not knocking any guys because girl, she's interested in anybody who shows me respect, right? I'm not saying that's the case. It's just... I guess you could say, quote unquote, my type. If I go after my type, it's just hard to tell if that guy kind of fits that stereotype of being being gay because more often than not, usually um, the pattern has been with my dating experience, they're more so, quote unquote, straight passing. Please take this all with a grain of salt. I don't want to offend anybody and I'm just trying to be as correct and careful as I can with these terms, but I'm just trying to say it in the lingo and words that I would use if I was talking to um, my girlie, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm just trying to be as plain language as I can, but also trying to be respectful. So please um, tread lightly with me. I'm trying my best. But going back to that, the guys I've talked to and have dated have always been a little bit more, you know, like masculine, I guess you can say, and straight passing. And again, not to knock any other gay men because I'm all for the gay community. That said, I never really can tell if I was to pick or choose them out of a room. And I've always had like my experiences especially in the beginning of my um stepping into my sexuality when I was actually pursuing guys or letting them like into my life I never had um guys that really had the best intentions in the sense that one these guys would still be in the closet so the they'll only message me on the down low in my Instagram DMs while keeping me a secret Two, if I'm talking to them, I was always only just a booty call, nothing much. And, you know, all things grinder was always toxic. So if you know that term, just know that it's toxic. Like, grinder, yes, it's a dating app, a gay dating app. Maybe 1% is dating, and then rest, 99% is very toxic. And it's really just about hookups on there. And if you're with me, if you know, you know, baby girl, come on. Like, girl, let me get you hip. Let me get you up to speed because Grinder is not the place if you're trying to look for a dating potential boyfriend. Let me tell you. That said, um, with all the highs and lows of dating, I never really have been in a official relationship, but I have been close in the sense of seeing potential people that might be what I want. But there are moments where I would always catch myself like, is this the one? Do I feel like I'm happiest here? Am I really fulfilled, right? And maybe dating isn't the experience that you can relate to. And we can dabble into that later with like our relationships with our parents or our friends that we might outgrow. But at the end of the day, my experience of dating so far has been like pretty hard and tough. And I just had always thought as a hopeless romantic and a 22 year old now that this is like what I need. I need to be in a relationship because girl, she's about to hit 25 sometime soon. And a quarter life crisis is bound to happen. Like, let's be real. Isn't that next? Like, um, that's the order of sequence, right? So graduate, job, money, date, quarter life crisis. Seems like about right. <laughs> Um, just kidding. But I was like, okay, I need to date somebody soon because I need to marry them soon. Like, da 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 like the whole nine yards. And here goes a bunch of anxiety that's over me. Here goes a lot of pressure that I'm ha- holding over my head that I need to do X, Y, Z, rather than what? Living. Rather than what? Doing me, having fun, living my best life, and prioritizing my own happiness. Here I am settling for people just because I 
the idea of a relationship is there. The idea of somebody potential, somebody can text every day is there. That I'm settling for mediocrity. Baby, what in the world am I doing to myself, right? Like, if you caught yourself up to this far and you feel like you're vibing with me, please let me know because I don't want to feel like a weirdo that I'm by myself and I'm doing all these things on my own. Like, am I weird? I guess going into now as a 22-year-old getting out of all of this dating scene and now I'm still I'm single and I'm, I'm really not talking to anybody and I'm truly just so happy. I'm so freaking happy because finally I've realized, and, and don't get me wrong, I bet you that I'm going to, you know, have my heart broken a few more times before I really ever find the one. But I'm so happy that I found that what really matters and the, all the love and all the stuff that I've been looking for and yearning for, it's right in front of me. My parents that love me so much and my brothers that love me so dearly for who I am. And babe, it's the same for you. If you're going through the same thing as I am and if you can relate to this where your hope is romantic and you're just trying to find different outlets of reassurance of everyone else and finding love from everyone else and accolades from everyone else and feeling that you need to rush a relationship, I want to remind you that it's all the love and all of that that you're looking for, whatever that idea is, the idea of the person, of that boyfriend, the girlfriend, whatever that you're looking for, babe, how can you get those sensations today? I promise you it's right in front of you because you are loved. You're so loved by your parents, by me, by your friends, and I don't even have to know you because you're a person who goes out of your way that's listening to this podcast, a self-help podcast that you're trying to be a better version of yourself. I don't have to even know you one-on-one to know that you're so freaking loved. You bring value that's so distinguished and so unique to who you are and cannot be replicated by anybody else that you belong here, okay? So let's leave it at that before I move on. Please remember that. Moving forward, wrapping up my relationship experience before I really go into everything else, I've learned a lot and I wouldn't trade that up and pass it up for any other, anything else. I've been stood up by guys, I've been used, I've, you know, really went through the ringer with dating, but I wouldn't pass it up with, pass it up for the world because you know why? Those moments have allowed me to get me to where I am today, to build a thick a thicker skin on myself and really toughen up that armor because I chose to. I chose to have a perspective that was going to serve me. I chose to let these relationships work in my favor and keep the ball in my court and not wait for a response because I trust and knew that what I brought to the table was so unique to who I was and so distinguished that the problem was never me, you know? And granted, like maybe like let's play devil's advocate and we could have done something different. We could have, should have, would have, whatever, But baby, we're doing the dance of the relationship, right? There's a give and a take. I don't want you to be the person who's always giving, 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 and their expectations rise, 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 and they give you nothing, right? So at the end of the day, what did I learn from all of this? She said, set expectations, set those boundaries, and never settle, okay? Never settle, set your boundaries, and know what you want out of every relationship. And babe, I will tell you, sometimes you will outgrow relationships. Sometimes this person, you've met your head over heels for them, but then all of a sudden, you have this gut-wrenching feeling that this just isn't the one. This isn't the person. And I hope and trust you to follow your intuition and follow your heart, okay? 
if you even have a friend that you're outgrowing and you just have these red flags and you feel like you should really tune into them, I would really suggest you to sit still with yourself and get really real and raw with yourself. Is this person bringing you value? Okay? Is this person bringing you value? Is there a mutual benefit? Are there compromises both ways? Is there reciprocity? And can you see this person in your life for the next two, three, five plus years? I want you to remember that every relationship, there's going to be a different dance to, whether it be the relationship with your parents, your loved ones, um, your significant other, your siblings, your friends. You're going to have these different dances you're going to be doing, different conversations, different boundaries you're going to set. But at the end of the day, the way you let people talk to you, treat you, is an indication of the boundaries you're setting with them, right? So if you're settling for somebody to treat you at a certain way and you know it's not right and you know that's not what you want, you're allowing them to see that that's okay, you know? The biggest thing that I've learned through my entire, through the entirety of my dating experience so far as a 20-something-year-old is just to really trust the process, go with the flow, and trust that the universe wouldn't bring somebody in my life if it wasn't of value. And even if the outcome was never to turn into a relationship, I'm so thankful that I met somebody that gave me information, gave me feedback in regards to what I want in a partner and what I don't want. Because even if I walked away, you know, her and granted I was her and played and messed over or mucked over, I decided on my own terms that I was going to walk away stronger. I was going to walk away with more knowledge, the ball in my court, and information that I knew now that I didn't know before, right? And that is so much more advantageous. I would rather choose the high road. What is it? Like taking the high road or whatever (laughs) the saying is. Like, I'd rather choose to put myself first, put my goals and aspirations first, and be on my own hustle than to seem and portray myself as weak and, you know, like crawling back to that person, to be honest. And all the high highs and low lows of every single relationship that I've experienced being within the gay community, dating overall, I've learned so, so much. And it's because I intentionally chose to, right? Don't get me wrong, it hurt, it sucked, and I have been mucked over, you know, in these dating relationships. But to say that I didn't learn something would be doing it such a disservice. And as a advocate, optimistic like advocate, I can tell you that by intentionally choosing to walk away with the accolades I want on my own terms, the ball in my own court, even when they didn't get, give me the affirmation I wanted, they didn't give me the text back that I felt like I deserved, I still walked away feeling like a higher sense of myself and a more full version of myself because I chose to. Because I chose to seek revenge on my own terms in the sense that I was going to take the high road, um, putting my goals first, putting my happiness first, and hustling on my own terms so that I knew to never go back to that standard again. I knew to set my boundaries at that, and I knew to set my expectations higher, and knew to never settle for less, right? And so, I really value those hardship and those hard-fought battles and those moments of epiphanies because, or moments of hardship in a relationship or even leaving a relationship and feeling, you know, like mucked over because it gave me the biggest life epiphanies ever. 
tying this all back to relationships that you have in your life, I would really suggest you to sit still and be truthful to yourself. If you're sitting there feeling like you're second guessing the relationship you have right now with the guy, the girl that you have, or any relationship you might have in your life, right? And you feel like a conversation is needed, I really highly suggest you to sit still with yourself and trust your intuition in your heart. Your gut is never wrong. You feel that type of way because you know you want better. You operate at a higher frequency and you have expectations. And obviously there's a give and take. And obviously there is highs and lows of every relationship and there's compromise that comes along the way. And I I, I completely understand that. But where does it come to a stop? Where does it come where you're going to draw the line in the sand and know what you deserve and you're going to stand at those expectations, right? And I bet it's hard and nobody has the clear secret sauce to it um, because if otherwise, I'm sure I would have had a man cuffs by now, like baby girl, she would not be single, (laughs) but nobody has a secret sauce to every relationship, right? Only you know that relationship best to you. Only you know how you two work, right? And so at the end of the day though, You sit still with who you are. You sit still with what you want, where you see yourself, and where you see the relationship going. Is there a mutual benefit? Is there reciprocity in that relationship? Those are questions I would ask myself if I were you, right? That said, at the end of the day, I think it all comes back down to you, your expectations out of a relationship, what you want, and what you feel that you deserve, right? And nobody knows yourself best than other than yourself. And I think at the end of the day, you have to find those boundaries and draw those boundaries between all types of relationships that you have in your life. And that's something that all of the highs and lows and the obstacles of the hardships of any relationship that I've been able to kind of seek to understand and grow with have allowed me to better grow into who I want to be, what I want from a partner and what I want from the relationships in my life beyond just dating, right? I feel that all of those opportunities of growth have allowed me to, again, grow, step into a fuller version of myself, know what I want, know what I don't want, and now be able to set boundaries and set those expectations and operate at that higher frequency. I also trust and believe that as I'm just on my own grind and hustle, as I'm just lost in the shuffle of just doing me so well and getting so good at doing what I do, getting so good at my craft and so good at my passions and and, and, and be so ambitious about my own life and like that's when things fall together that's when i when i just let the cookie crumble and i don't force a relationship and i don't force somebody to stay with me i finally trust the universe i feel that in a way like the right people fall into place because again i feel that those people will also operate at that higher frequency and they see eye to eye with you, right? Rather than me trying to mold men and make somebody stay with me, if you know, you know, where you think that you can make somebody and manipulate them to think that you're, oh, I can help them, I can train them and be this better, that better, and, you know, like, we'll grow together. But it's like, no. When can you draw the line and just... Set those boundaries once again and know what you want out of a relationship and be clear with where you're trying to go, right? This is your only shot at life. Call it what you want. Make of it what you want. Never settle and operate at that higher frequency. Keep your goals at the forefront of your mind. Keep where you're going continuous and 
continue to add fuel to that fire that you have and be so caught up in who you are and fine tuning your craft that everything else and everyone else will just migrate to you because of law of attraction and birds of a feather flock together, right? Like you want to be with someone who's operating at that same fre frequency, same wavelength with you, same trajectory that you guys continue to better each other. And that's relationship, friendship, everything and beyond, right? Like not just dating. So that's like my my last piece of advice and reminder to you is always remember who you are. What do you want? Sit still with that and get so good at your craft. Get so good at prioritizing loving you that everything else just falls back into fruition and matches and ebbs and flows with your life rather than you trying to structure, build, and craft and hammer stuff in and the nail just falls loose. You are so in control. You are so in control of every perspective that you have and every hardship and every obstacle that stands in your way. Look for the good. Learn from it. Look for the silver lining even when crap hits the fan and trust and know even though you don't control every piece of the outcome, you have full control of your perspective, okay? I'm so proud of you. And once again, per usual, have a blessed day. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.